Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi, this is Dig a Bit 3 on our Month 12 Authority Study. This is the month of August in 2019. We're getting ready for polishing the pulpit if you're in the current study and I hope that you're finishing up your authority study. For the next few minutes I just want to talk from the book of 1st Peter and that is one of our books that we dug into this month in detail and as we talk about 1st Peter I want us to notice something that I believe is a great irony in the book especially as our culture would view the book today. I ask you to look in chapter 5 and find passages that were about being humble. And in 1 Peter 5, I have at least three humility verses, beginning in verse 3 of 1 Peter 5, where it says, To elders, don't be as lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And then in verse 5, where it says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves to the elder. Yes, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And verse 6, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Well, I love those passages let me just point out ironically first when it says for the elders not to be lords over God's heritage he also goes on and says actually preceding this he said in verse 2 but the elders are to feed the flock of God which is among you taking the oversight thereof not by constraint but willingly So in the same passage here that it tells elders to not be haughty lords over God's heritage, it says that the elders do have the oversight of the people. And in that same context, all Christians, they are told to be sober, be vigilant, because the devil is walking around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, therefore, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. So here when it says that elders are to be humble, not being lords over God's heritage, it is in the context of telling them that they have to be vigilant about fighting off the devil, protecting the congregation from the wiles of the devil, and feeding the flock and taking the oversight of them. At any rate, those three passages in 1 Peter 5, those humility verses, we looked at because we were examining the emerging church movement. And the emerging church movement or the rebellion against authority in religion movement as we know it in 2019 is characterized by a professed humility. And it comes out in statements like these. We're too lowly too humble to think that we could know the truth of the Bible. Truth is so big. Truth is so perhaps even unattainable that it's not important for us as mere men 
to be declaring that we can know for sure truth from the Bible. In statements like this, this seems good to the Holy Spirit and to us. How could a mere man be humble before the Holy Spirit and say he's waiting for a position to win his confidence so that he can say this seems good to us and to the Holy Spirit as we talked about a couple of digabits ago that Brian McLaren said. Sometimes sometimes the statement is made to me in this way. Well, I used to think like you thought that I could know and do what the scriptures teach me, but I've progressed in my thinking. I've come a long way from that attitude that I could know what is righteous and that I could teach what is righteous. I've come a long way and, and, and I know more now about God's grace. I know more about mercy. And so I don't worry so much about doctrine and truth and, and commands and always being sure that I'm doing the right thing. I don't worry about those anymore because my God is a gracious God. Well, those are some different ways today that this humility, false humility is expressed. And let me just tell you, we can know that that is a false humility when we look at statements like, I'm going to wait and see what the Holy Spirit, what feels comfortable for me and the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to wait five years to, to see what the Holy Spirit thinks about homosexuality. You know, when we, when we really think about humility and we put that in juxtaposition to a statement that says, I'm going to wait and see what's comfortable for me and the Holy Spirit about something the Holy Spirit's already talked about, spoken about. When we put humility up against a statement like that, we understand that that humility is a false humility on the part of those who are waiting to see what is what I can feel confident about that the Holy Spirit says about homosexuality. You know, if we're humble before God, we don't wait to see what the Holy Spirit's teaching about homosexuality. We just look in the Bible and submit to it. At any rate, I looked at those passages and can you tell that I kind of get carried away about that statement Brian McLaren made that we're just going to wait and see what we can feel confident about, what feels good to both us and the Holy Spirit. Can you tell I get carried away about that? I want to draw you back now to the book of First Peter. We read those statements from First Peter chapter 5 that are enjoining us to be people of humility. And yet we know that they cannot, those passages about humility, cannot contradict the rest of the same letter written by the Holy Spirit through the same Apostle Peter. And we read other statements in the letter too that are a characteristic of being humble before God. Listen to 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning in verse 14. As obedient children, not fashioning or designing yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, when you did not know what to do, but, verse 15, as he who has called you is holy, so be ye 
holy in all your manner of living because it is written be ye holy for I am holy and if you'll call on the father who without respect of persons judges according to every man's work pass the time of your traveling or sojourning here in fear or respect I love those verses because here you know we hear those folks who are telling us that oh we're being judgmental if we say that homosexuality is a sin we're being judgmental if we say abortion is a sin we're being judgmental if we talk about an adulterous marriage as Jesus described in Matthew 19 9 we hear that you're so proud that you can look and judge other people who are living in adultery or homosexuality this verse says be ye holy as he who has called you is holy so be holy in all manner of living because it's written be ye holy for I am holy you know those folks who proclaim that humility and proclaim that those who are conservative Christians are judgmental often say you just have a holier-than-thou attitude oh you're just a goody-goody you're just holier-than-thou you know what the same book that teaches us to be humble teaches us to put off those former lusts those ways that we used to live that were against God's Word put those away and be holy I want to just ask a simple question I've done this before but if you are a person who is living outside of Christ who is living in the former lusts should I not be holier than thou according to this passage why absolutely I have to be holy I have to be different I have to be sanctified and that doesn't mean I give up humility what that means is before God I say no matter what the culture is doing around me I'm gonna humbly submit to your will above all else it is so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word so humility and holiness are not opposites in fact in order to be humble before God I've got to be holy and I've got to look at the world around me and say some of the things that are currently accepted in the world are s-i-n in the sight of God let's look at another passage but you are verse 9 of chapter 2 in 1st Peter a chosen generation if I'm a Christian humble before God I'm gonna say I'm chosen a royal priesthood if I'm a Christian humble before God I'm gonna say I'm royalty a holy nation if I'm a Christian humble before God I'm gonna be willing to say I'm holy a peculiar people 
I'm going to say I'm different. I'm peculiar if I mumble before God. A people for God's own possession that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. If I'm humble before God, I'm going to have to identify that there's darkness in the world and that I'm not going to be any part of that darkness. I'm going to rise above that darkness because I'm submitting to God. And I'm going to be a person who's walking in his marvelous light. Oh, but Cindy Colley, doesn't that sound pompous that you're saying you're chosen, you're royal, you're holy, you're a people for God's own possession, that you should show forth his praises, that you are not in darkness anymore, but that you are in his marvelous light. Doesn't that sound haughty? You know what? God says that's the way that people who have been humble before him are described. Let's look at one more in the book of 1 Peter. You turn over to 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 21. The like figure whereunto even baptism does also now save us. Oh, I've been called haughty by people many times for saying that baptism saves us. I've been called pompous. I've been called judgmental. I've been called unloving because I've said people who haven't been baptized for the remission of their sins, Acts 2.38, in order to wash away their sins, Acts 22.16, in order to not be condemned, Mark 16.15 and 16. As I've said those things many times, people have said, oh, but you're just a, you're just a, baptism banger you're just a you're just a water salvation person you're just a works person and we believe in grace you know what baptism does also now save us is in the very same book from the holy spirit through the mouth the pen of the same apostle as is humble yourselves Therefore, under the mighty hand of God. You know what it says God will do there? He will exalt you in due time. Humility and holiness. Humility and works. Humility and refraining from the lusts that are around us. In fact, condemning those lusts as Peter did. Humility and those things are not exclusive one of another. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. I hope you have a great day. If you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at 7 on Wednesday night. Dig a Bit is a production of Digging Deep in God's Word, a Bible study for women. For more information, visit thecolleyhouse.org.